When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, we just completed the live stream reacting to The Mandalorian Season 3, Star Wars Tales, and Andor, as well as the other Star Wars news that just came out at the D23. Now we're going to do the quick breakdown of Star Wars Tales, which I am the most excited for. It's number six on trending. It's got 1.4 million views almost in just a few hours, and I I think a lot of fans are really hyped about it too. So let's run through it expedited and I'm gonna give my take, my thoughts. And if you wanna see my reaction, you can go to Star Wars Theory Plus, which has all of my videos here on the main channel, but just cut down into a very timely and neatly fashion. Very short, like anywhere from one to 10 minutes long. So let's roll. So of course, right here, we got Padme's funeral from Revenge of the Sith. And we're gonna see this scene once again, which is great. It means it's gonna be covering after episode three, which means it's going to be covering after Clone Wars Season 7. So, as we saw in the actual trailer, we did see Ahsoka in here, and we're going to see that in a minute. So the show is taking place with two... It's focusing on two different characters, Count Dooku and Ahsoka. So, three episodes for Count Dooku, three episodes for Ahsoka, I imagine, and we're going to be covering Ahsoka's story from when she was a little baby. She was force sensitive. Right here, we're gonna see her execute uh, the power called Beast Control, which is a power that Anakin had in the Genosian arena. He used it on the Reek. Now, if you remember from the Clone Wars, Plo, Plo Koon found Ahsoka when she was just a little kid. So right here, we see Dooku and young Qui-Gon Jinn, his Padawan. And uh, obviously they're going on some missions together. Maybe some not so great parts of the galaxy, perhaps, but it looks like right here they're making some IG-88 droids. Who knows what this place is all about? This is great. We're going to get parts of the earlier Clone Wars where Anakin is training Ahsoka. And as we see, he gets a little bit more aggressive, a little more dark with it. And I love seeing that. This whole series seems like it takes a little darker tone on Star Wars. And it shows the perhaps darker side of different characters, such as Dooku such as Anakin. So this is something that I think is going to be the most interesting is seeing Dooku's story because he was very underrated, but he was, he was such a respected Jedi in the galaxy. He was the best duelist. He was one of the best duelists in the entire galaxy. And many, many people respected him. And not just because he was a nobleman, not because he came from a rich family, a, ro a royalty, essentially. Uh, he was the Count of Sereno, and uh, he left all that behind, and he was a became a Jedi. His father hated him, despised him, he was a mutant for being able to do the things he could do with the force well you got to read the book dooku jedi lost and you'll you'll find out more about what he does to his parents and his family but it's it's quite a good book and it goes over his younger years especially at the jedi temple with his best friend sifo Dyas. all the adventures they get into all the mischief that they get into and as we see here they're obviously trying to keep the peace there's something going on maybe there's like a civil war 
or um, whatever, someone's trying to invade another town. Dooku is there to keep the peace for the villagers. Qui-Gon Jinn is there as his Padawan. And Dooku obviously starts user, using measures that aren't really Jedi-esque. I don't want to say dark side-y, but yeah, maybe a little bit. So even there, I think he, he just pushes Qui-Gon Jinn back because he's trying to get in the way. And uh, we're going to see him really start to follow through with his idea of what the Force should be or what should be done. And sometimes you can't be so clean cut like the Jedi are. You need to take matters into your own hands. I love seeing Dooku and Mace Windu together in the novel Shatterpoint by Matthew Stover. We get to see Mace Windu really reflect on a lot of the things, including the aftermath of the Genosian arena in episode two, where he was saying how he could have killed Dooku and ended the war right there but his love for his former friend prevented him from doing so. So they obviously had a very close relationship. They obviously respected each other a great deal. Now, as for who's stronger, in my opinion, I think Dooku is more experienced with fighting with the Force, but uh, in terms of potential, I think Mace Windu is stronger. So Anakin's really not letting up. He's really pushing Ahsoka to the next level, and that's how she's gonna get better. So while I'm editing this, I wanna also announce that that spin move we see her do is the same move that she does to save her life during Order 66 in Clone Wars Season 7. So it's almost like Anakin was teaching her how to protect herself against the very thing that he was leading during Order 66. Like, that's pretty cool. Love here how Mace Windu is like, just jumps out of there, obviously to get a different attack position and all that stuff, but, Mace, but Dooku stays there and he's just, I'm gonna take him on. I love that. Once again, so we see Qui-Gon Jinn tell Dooku, hey, stop, it's enough, and he gets pushed back. Now we see Mace Windu doing the same thing. So Dooku is obviously going off of the rails a little bit, and he's starting to just do things the way he sees fit. He grew disillusioned with the Jedi. There were too many Jedi going on political missions and dying, and he was not down for that. So right here, we see uh, Ahsoka at Padme's funeral. And that was a good catch by someone in the chat during the live stream. This is really cool that she was there. So this looks like they are at some sort of a Jedi funeral. Someone is on fire. Uh, they're obviously very sorry. It could be Yadel, as someone also mentioned in the chat, as we see Dooku fighting Yadel later on, and he could have been the one that killed her. This is the new Inquisitor. This is most likely from the Ahsoka novel. She ends up killing him, taking his lightsaber crystals and purifying him, and that's why they're white. Here we got Dooku and Yadel fighting. This seems to be in a place called the Works, and you're going to see that in a second when we see a uh, ship going towards the same direction that Dooku went, same scene Dooku went at the end of Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. It's on Coruscant, and the Works is a place that Sidious would go to. It was a very secret industrial place, and he would train Darth Maul there, and he would have meetings with Count Dooku there. Right here. This is the scene I'm talking about. So this, if you go to the scene at, at the very end of Attack of the Clones, when Dooku escapes Yoda, Anakin, and Obi-Wan, or really Yoda, he does this same flyby in the same spot. And this is the works. He ends up going to the works, and he talks to Darth Sidious. And that's it. That is my breakdown. That's pretty much the gist of everything. Um, if I left anything out, let me know. I am unbelievably excited for the show. I think the future of Star Wars will be great if we have, you know, a combination of live action, but definitely have to include these animated Clone Wars style projects that Dave Helms. Um, I'm not sure if Dave was in charge of this one or not, but he must have had some sort of a say or touch 
on something that they do because it says from the makers of Clone Wars Season 7 and uh, The Bad Batch. And he was the makers. He was one of the makers. So I am extremely excited for this. I'm really passionate about this. If you haven't already, you've heard me say it before. Go check out the comic series run, Darth Maul, Son of Dathomir. It takes place in between Season 5, I believe it is, of The Clone Wars. And it's Darth Maul in captivity from Sidious after their fight um, with Savage Oppress, Darth Maul versus Darth Sidious. And it goes over a lot of things of how Darth Maul overcomes everything. He has to fight Dooku, he has to fight Grievous, he has to fight Sidious. And there's a lot of really cool stuff that happens, and I hope that they adapt that into an animated show one day, because I think there's just so much to discuss there. They could do even a whole season. They could make like 12 episodes, you know, if they really wanted to. And I think <laughs> Sam Witwer would probably have a blast recording that. I think Dave Filoni would love to make that. There's probably been talks about it, but I don't know why they haven't done it. Um, or at least announced that they're going to be doing it. It's like they think like, oh no, it won't be a special. Like, no, nah, dude, announce it. Announce it. We want to know. We want to see that happen. I want to see Son of Dathomir uh, a reality. And uh, there's so many other animated things that they could make. And this shows that this could just be the first season, like Star Wars Visions. Bro, if Star Wars Visions got greenlit for season two, there's no way that this won't get greenlit for season two. It has to be. It is such a popular already. It's so popping it's so buzzing it has more views than the mandalorian trailer 937 1.3 million well i guess you got an half an hour to an hour extra time so yeah maybe maybe about the same but look it's on par at least more with the mandalorian season three it might trickle off a little bit but it just shows goes to show that many fans really love these animated projects um like the clone wars and i think it'd be great if we had more of those you know just pile them on i'm here for it i'm here to see it so Thanks for watching this breakdown and uh, my review and my reaction. If you haven't seen it already, go go watch the reaction video uh, that I had with chat. It's like an hour long. And then, um, yeah, I love you guys. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for sitting down with me and hanging out. And I'll see you in the next video. Until then, remember, Force will be with you always.